Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. <laughs> it's khaki. Yeah. The homo MC, y'all. Yeah. Are you horny? Because I'm horny. I'm horny as hell, man. It's about that time. Yeah. It's Tuesday night. Tuesday night. At 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. You know what time it is. Y'all know. It's time for you to turn down those lights. Turn down those lights. Light some candles. Light some candles. Because now... We're in bed with Dr. Ah, me love my cocky to homo. So, it's Tuesday, August 21st already. I can't believe that the summer's almost over. And no, it's not Tuesday night this time, but that's okay. Cocky didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) No biggie. We have a special show tonight. That's why we're here. And we had to do it on a special night because all these bitches be cray and they're all hungover and everyone lost their voice. So it's going to be very interesting. Hmm. So if you guys went to, if, you, if anybody's listening in, if you went to the FetishCon convention in Tampa over the weekend, give us a call. Let us know, you know, what happened to you. What did you do? What kind of shenanigans did you get up to? Six four six four seven eight three six four four is the number. Um, let's say hi to Sir Beast, who is on hold with us because his phone isn't because it's an iPhone. It doesn't do flash. So hi, Sir Beast, who would normally hi, be in chat, but unfortunately, it's you know, stupid phone, right? And he's working, so. Ah. But see, die hard or what? Sir Beast always makes sure he's tuned in, even when he's working, even when he, you know, he just is always making sure he's here. If we had a million fans like that. Wouldn't that be cool? Would be. If we had a million fans like that, we'd be doing better than what we are. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, if we had a hundred fans we like have, that, though. we'd be doing better than we are. If you take a look in that chat room, those are diehards. They are, they are. every single show and you have no idea how much i appreciate that so you had you okay i was talking to joe earlier today and he has a beef between cbs and time warner what's going on with cbs and time warner that is ticking the hell out of you they are in a pissing match and quite frankly we need to bring out the rulers and they need to drop their pants um because it's getting ridiculous (laughs) Okay, so are we measuring to see who's the smallest, or are we smacking it? (laughs) All that I know is for the last, God, almost a month now, um, CBS will not allow Time Warner Cable to rebroadcast a channel that they offer free to everybody else with rabbit ears. They want Time Warner to pay $2, almost $2 a month per subscriber for the right to rebroadcast that Showtime and the Smithsonian Channel. Now, hmm. ordinarily, uh, I'm thinking this is just one greedy company going after another greedy company and let them fight it out. Um, but the thing that really ticked me off about this is that Time Warner also gives you Internet and phone services uh, as well as cable. And what CBS has done is they have actually blocked 
Time Warner Internet customers from going to CBS.com to watch the streaming versions of the show. And that ticks me off because that really violates the basis of net neutrality. Um, and that's while net neutrality really isn't a law, um, I mean, come on, people, we have to fight for this. The Internet should be free. I should not have to pay some other conglomeration just to get to their site because I'm using some particular ISP to do it. This is this is just what everybody's been fighting for for the Internet for the last 10, 12 years, that you just you just should not have to pay to go to another person's site just because mm-hmm. you you are being served by a different ISP. Now, if you have a pay site and everybody has to pay, and that's one that's thing. Different, cause that's different because that's That's completely different. Yeah. That's, that's free enterprise. But if you're saying, you know, people on the east coast of America won't be able to come to my site unless their cable TV company gives me money for their television, I think that that's just pole vaulting over any line of, of decency and well, what the Internet like should be about. really. Yes, but not fun blackmail. No, no, exactly. Not like the blackmail you're paying two ninety nine a minute to, uh, you know, no. There's no boners involved unless you're a, you know, a CFO of either one of the corporations. I mean, and you know, CBS is saying, well, this is just pennies a day, but it, it adds up. Everybody's cable bill is going to go up for TV, and just and for the internet side. To block it, it is it. That's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like what I deal with, and I realize this is this is different completely. But it drives me nuts that I can't see three quarters of the stuff that you guys get to see. It's like I'm behind the iron curtain, and I'm only in Canada. It's you know, if I go to Bravo TV, I can't watch anything over there. It just keeps everything I go to comes up saying, you know, you're in the wrong country, you're in the wrong country. Well, why should I have to go to a proxy server? I just think it's you, stupid. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. And it's and completely it's, stupid. Exactly. And annoying. And and everything else, man. Yeah. And but I yeah, mean, it does piss me off because our Netflix is different from your Netflix. Like, I haven't signed on to Netflix because our Netflix doesn't have probably one one hundredth of what you guys get. And that's bullshit, too. Why isn't it coming from the same database? Why isn't it all coming from the same place? Why are we penalized for being, like, just above you guys? It doesn't make sense. Well, you're being penalized, you know, just because you're Canadians. Well, I'm not Canadian. Now, come on, straighten that out. Am I Canadian? Okay. No. I am an American living in Canada. Well, just because you're living in Canada, now you're punished. I uh, Clearly. I, I, You know, I'm getting tired of the slap on the wrist that I keep getting every time I want to watch something. I mean, this is like, you know, <laughs> going over to China and can't using Google. Yeah. It, uh, and and the, the sad thing is, it's like we have a largely open Internet, and it can disappear overnight. And once that happens, it ain't ever coming back. Yep. It just isn't. Yep. And, you know, whether you're an adult service provider, um, whether you're a phone provider, or whether you're just, you know, a Wikipedia 
you know, free information site. This all impacts you because it impacts everybody. If you've got a website out there, because it's censorship, it's it's picking and choosing what people can see, and that's bullshit. Yeah, and forcing people to pay what everybody else should be getting for free. Yeah. I mean, I pay an Internet provider, obviously, so that they can maintain the equipment, so that they can give me sufficient bandwidth, so that they can upgrade. Yeah, I get that. That's fine. But I shouldn't Mm -hmm. have to pay another company to go use their site just because I belong to this ISP because I have no choice over it. It's, 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 you know, you only have two or three choices. It's a government run monopoly. It's ridiculous. No, I know. The whole thing is ridiculous. And and even though everyone is, you know, somehow just kind of ignoring this topic, you guys really shouldn't because it's going to affect you down the road if we're not careful. It's this whole it's NSA again, you know, it's like everyone everything's being censored, everything you know, our our rights are essentially being shit on. And that's not a good idea because once that well, starts, uh, like he said, you can't stop it. No. And it's not even censored, at least censored. It, it's, our rights are being sold, mm-hmm. and that's that's even worse. That's like saying, okay, in order for to have rights, you have to pay this amount to get the same rights as everybody else. Because in today's economy, with all of these companies forming these conglomerations, okay, mm-hmm. uh, CBS has got media, it's got movies, it's got music, um, and then, you know, it's got its competitive rivals, and now I'm going to have to pay my ISP yet more money just so that, and I don't even have, um, you know, Time Warner cable TV. But now I would have to pay them more to use the internet, uh, just so that I can pay not watch the TV that I have to pay for. It's it's getting out of hand. Yep. That's what Bella just said just now. She said it's tease and denial in action. This is exactly. It's like. It's this whole dangling meat in front of you. Well, if you want it, you've got to pay. Well, bull. I, it pisses me off that you can no longer throw rabbit ears on a TV. You can't do that anymore. Well, Digital you can thing. actually do that. That's that's the thing that even irks me. It's like CBS is saying we won't allow Time Warner to rebroadcast, but anybody with a set of rabbit ears that lives in the New York area can can pick it up for free. So why I rabbit do, ears were a foregone conclusion. No, Everything's they still a digital have, signal now. Well, they have digital version of the rabbit ears. They do have digital things you can put on the TV. True. So, and it's like, and I can even understand CBS saying, look, you know, um, we uh, have some sort of infrastructure, some sort of direct feed into Time Warner, and, you know, that costs us money to maintain, so Time Warner needs to toss in a few bucks for that maintenance for us. Okay, yeah, fine. That's, you know, maybe a dollar customer a year or whatnot. But, you know, some of these figures that I'm hearing, they want like $2 a month just for CBS, Showtime, and Smithsonian and other channels that most people don't even watch. Mm Mm-hmm. And it comes down to advertising dollars. Um, they want their and CBS is not exactly going broke. No. So, you know, but that's one side of the argument. That's just a bunch of companies arguing. Now that they're pulling the internet, which has absolutely nothing to do, or should have nothing to do with the broadcast stations, just because 
it's it's got it's gotten out of hand. Yep. But so we will have to try and find some sort of. Is, there's a whole bunch of organizations that are monitoring this. Is there not? Well, there's a couple of congressmen, especially from the Massachusetts, New York area, that uh, say that they need to investigate this because this is clearly drawing lines. But there's no right now. There's no laws against it. There's no laws in America which back net neutrality um, Mm -hmm. simply because the government is one of the first people that want to pull net neutrality. Mm -hmm. They're the first ones that want to have that ace in in their thing that when something goes wrong against them that they can pull it. So it's one of those things where you as individuals, you have to fight for this. And use caution. So so the best thing, you came up with a really good idea this afternoon, which was what? Boycott anything that CBS is hawking. So any of the sponsors for CBS, don't buy their stuff. What else did you figure out? Well, I said that, um, first of all, for CBS to even pull this, um, this sucker punch, um, they should hold the CEO directly responsible, and he should have to just vacate that position. Um, this this has been a bad decision. This is one of those decisions that um, never should have been made. And it's on that scale that he should not be in that position of power to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's just, it, it, was a, it was a bad ploy. And I think that he's crossed a line, but that's just my opinion. Apparently, other people think that he can 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 stay it. And I know Castaway uh, wrote in the uh, thing that CBS was in financial trouble a few years ago when it reveals they were paying David Caruso by the pun. <laughs> I, 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 I love like that. it. But you know, I mean, heck, um, I don't know how much CBS just paid Stephen King for the rights to Under the Dome. Um, so you know, CBS tends and they have sports and they have a lot of things now that they've kind of been building up. They've been paying these outrageous rates to get these monopolies for for transmission, and you knew that was their end game. As they started to get all of this stuff together to make them into this this sort of powerhouse media company, you knew that they were going to start pulling this. That was always their end game. Mm-hmm. And then they go right off and do it. I know. Well, you know what we should do? We should do some research. We'll have to do a show on this and make sure that we've got some info that people can go and sign petitions or whatever because I'm sure there's stuff all over the Internet for this or get the CEO's name or CFO's name to CBS so that you can write them, that kind of thing. That would be cool. It would be. Of course, really it's they're beholden to the stockholders. Mm-hmm. So if this really pisses you off, go out and buy CBS stock and kick them out next uh, next term. There you go. That's that's shareholder the voting people. I mean, the only the really it comes down to the, the, the pocketbook, and there's only two ways you can hurt them: one, stop buying anything that they produce and advertise on mass, or two, start buying stock in their company and oust them. Now, you also had some sort of news, didn't you? 
I had a quick thing here that was given to me today that I think is really, really important. We have serious um, sound issues going on. In case anybody is trying to listen, and if you can hear me, uh, everybody is having sound issues trying to hear what's going on with the show. So people are logging out and logging back in and trying to see if they can't do it. It's not you. It's probably BTR if it's happening that widespread. So you can be pretty much rest assured that that's probably blog talk again. Um, really quickly, though, I did get this. This came in today. Um, this is kind of like a sideline source of mine. I'm not going to say who it is because I can't. But if you are in the um, D.C. or Maryland area, specifically Montgomery County, Prince George County, um, there is a meningitis outbreak, viral, not bacterial. You're going to want to keep an eye on it, obviously. You know, if you're feeling kind of sick, it's probably better to go and double check. If you're out in public, make sure that if somebody's sick, you're going to want to kind of steer away from them. Make sure you wash your hands really good. It doesn't mean everybody with a sniffle has to run to, you know, the ER. But, you know, meningitis isn't something that you want to take lightly. So if you're in Montgomery County, Prince George County, there's, as far as we know, five confirmed cases so far. CDC isn't doing anything at the moment. So I think they're probably just monitoring it right now. But, you know, if you're getting a headache, you're feeling kind of weird, kind of fluish, Better to be safe than sorry. Go check with your doctor. Don't jam an ER, but check with your doctor. So there. That was my now, little piece of news. Now, if you happen to be a CBS executive listening to this show, Maryland makes a fabulous vacation destination, and perhaps especially those consider, two counties. Uh, yes, you should go consider perhaps taking a little vacation down there for a while. Exactly. All right, we are going to be right back. Hopefully everybody can call in. Joe, I'm going to get you to go hit the people who are calling in, find out who's here. And hopefully everybody can hear what's going on. So we'll be right back after this. This is Dr. Sue with an important message for each and every one of my listeners. Did you know one in two people will get an STD at some point in their life? And if you're a regular listener of the show, you've heard me tell you some pretty scary stories of what stupidity will bring to you. Gentlemen, get yourself tested. And responsible doms doing real-time sessions should know to always get their subs tested. And now, In Bed with Dr. Sue has teamed up with GetSTDTested.com to bring you completely confidential STD testing. Visit GetSTDTested.com and use coupon code Dr. Sue to save 10% on your test. Use your head, yes, the one on your shoulders, and head to GetSTDTested.com slash Dr. Sue and get your ass tested now. Thinking about a new chastity device, maybe a Hitachi wand attachment, or how about a hot new prostate massager? Whatever it is, AdamandEve.com is sure to have exactly what you're looking for to quench those carnal desires and add some sizzle back in your summer. And now in bed listeners get a scorching bonus. At checkout, you can get 50% off one toy, plus three free DVDs, a special sexy surprise gift, and free U.S. shipping on your entire order. All with promo code INBED at checkout. 
So head over to adamandeve.com and remember code INBED at checkout for all your extra sultry goodies. Hi. Hi there. Welcome to Fetish and Fantasy Halloween Ball. Oh, hi, Scott. Mm-hmm. Great costume this year. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you should take the ball out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I call it Spider Slave Boy. The most outrageous, bizarre, and risque Halloween party in the world returns to Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. The Fetish and Fantasy Halloween Ball. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Lucinda's a bad girl. Girl. Who said anything about me being a girl? For more info or to purchase discounted tickets, visit HalloweenBall.com. You know the doc loves Halloween, and I've been able to score my in-bed listeners $10 off each ticket to the Fetish and Fantasy Halloween Ball at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas, Saturday, October 26th. All you got to do is use the promo code RUBBER. Tickets available at Ticketmaster or at HalloweenBall.com. Remember to use promo code RUBBER at checkout and get your $10 off each ticket. Ta-da! I hope you're tucked in, because you are now in bed with Dr. Seuss. That's right, you are, and there's a whole bunch of people waiting to tell you guys all about what happened at FETCON over the weekend. So, but before we do that, I have an 11-second sound bite for those of you who I know are in the chat room who did listen to this show. It just, I finally... Pulled the sound bite out just for you guys to listen to. Are you ready for this? See if you can remember what happened that night. Well, for instance, one time she wanted me to insert tongue her fucking anus, and it was just absolutely beautiful. I just fucking derailed her entire asshole, and I just shoved a fucking onion down her throat. It was beautiful. Remember the onion shoving lad? Ah, yes. Good times, good times. We're going to have to do a, a... Best of Dr. Sue for the year. We'll do it at the end of the year. So I'm just going to play that one more time because it really is. I, I just think it's hilarious. This guy was insane. Well, for instance, one time she wanted me to insert on her fucking anus, and it was just absolutely beautiful. I just fucking derailed her entire asshole, and I just shoved a fucking onion down her throat. It was beautiful. See, and the sad part about that was that was during a show on mental health, on Asperger's and sex. Pathetic. But but it was the onion down the throat. We still can't understand why an onion down the throat is in some way sexual. So if anyone ever comes up with that, that would be kind of cool. But now I think it's time we get everybody on the air and telling us what went on. Because apparently something went on at FETCON at the pool, and I need to know what this is. Like there's been so much speculation. So I'm going to bring everybody in at once. We've got Alexa, we've got Muffy, we've got Queen Kitty, and we've got Toxic Goddess. Okay, so I'm going to do this all at the same time. Here we go. Hello. Hello, Hello Dr. Sue. Hello. Yeah, I said, oh, good. I was going to say, Joe, stop talking to Muffy. So, <laughs> we were Yay! talking about the CBS thing. <laughs> A bunch of girls. Separate show, separate show. Okay, now this is going to be tricky. we got to remember that everyone can't talk at once or we'll all cancel each other out. So I think what we should do 
Um, I will call on each one of you. Are you ready? Perfect. Cool. Okay. Everybody raise your hand. No, I can't see them. Um, <laughs> who, who has... Okay, I understand something. Alexa and Kitty both have very little voice left because of the hardcore partying. Alexa lost her Sunday, and I think she has it back, and mine is attempting to go in and out the past day and a half. Oh, my God, listen to you. <laughs> yeah, I got mine back already. I was whispering during FetishCon, trying to play, like, read my lips, and it just was not working. No, oh, because I too freaking my lips. Cute. I am horrible at read my lips. I'm like, get a fucking whiteboard, because I can't play read my lips. <laughs> get a whiteboard. Yeah, we're going to have to, like, get you some sort of something where you can talk at these events. So, so, start off day one. What goes down? What's it like? Now, we've got Muffy's going to give us the sub side of it. Kitty's going to give us her first, because this is her first year that she went. And then we have our veterans, Alexa and Toxic, who have done this before, so... Tell us what it's like. Kitty, go first. <laughs> well, it was really, really cool for me. It was also a little nerve-wracking. Um, I got to meet a bunch of people that, you know, I only know from online and, you know, didn't really know what to expect from them. Um, luckily for me and for, like, Muffy, we came in a couple of days early, and we actually got to meet uh, Sarah and Jason, Jason Ninja, Sarah, Evola, the very first day we were in, and they invited us over to their house, and they were very welcoming, and were probably ah! some of the, yeah, some of the sweetest, coolest people around, and it's like, I don't know, it's, you know, to me, like, I look up to them, and it was, it was like, it was surreal for me, because it's like, oh my god, these are like famous people that are just down to earth, normal people, and really cool, and you know, they were very welcoming to us and made sure, you know, we got introduced to everybody and, and, you know, made sure I knew what I was doing. It was just, it was awesome. It was very, very awesome. And then the meet and greet, uh, that was really cool because it, it was super packed at first, which was kind of scary because it was just literally like elbow to elbow, nipple to nipple. Like, <laughs> And I did something for the first time that night that I had never done before, and I wore an underbust corset and actually had my girls out. I had my nipples covered in pasties, but for me, I was topless, and I'd never done that. So I was a little nervous doing that, but I got down in there and ran into my girls like toxic and, you know, everyone else, and they were like, oh, my God, you look so good. So I'm like, okay, I'm not nervous anymore. I think toxic felt me up a couple times made me feel totally better. <laughs> so, um, it was cool. It was it was very surreal. It was it was like meeting all these people that you see online and have never you know you have all these preconceived notions of them and it's just like you meet them and like oh you're so cool and real and not at all what I like kind of what I, I expected but not really you know like it was just really neat. It was it was awesome. Well, yeah, but that's no debauchery. I'm not hearing anything scintillating. But we didn't, we didn't Come on, what the yeah. fuck? You got no voice. What'd you do, suck dick? What the hell? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't do it. Huh? 
Did Muffy get to suck some dick? Come on, what's going on? There's gotta be something fun here. I don't know. He, I, I lost him a couple times Saturday night. I mean, he may have. Really <laughs> <laughs> naughty. <laughs> what happened at the pool? What happened at the pool party? Uh, it wasn't really like a pool party. It was just every night at the end of every night. That's where everyone congregated. Like when all the when the convention was done, and then everyone got tired of hanging out in the bar, or was came back from whatever party was going on that night, we all ended up in the pool in the hot tub, and it was just like a wet den of foot worship and disgustingness. But we all tried to like not think about the disgust. We're all like, just everyone wash your feet in Lysol and like drink a whole bottle of Listerine when you're done. But it was like the foot losers' dream. They were hopping, you know, you'd, you'd see, like, foot rubs. There'd be, like, five or six foot guys in the hot tub just rotating from one down to the next, foot rub, foot sucking, whatever, you know. Like, Muffy got burned on his ass by uh, Sarah put her cigarette out on his ass in four different spots down at the pool. Like, you know, it was just all sorts of craziness going on. So toxic, you're quiet, and I know you've gotten shit. I know you did. <laughs> oh, she does. You would not she go does. to anything if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I'm still tired to recover. I just, I think I need another week of vacation from the vacation. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, shit, I'm ready to talk. I know, I know that for sure. Well, I know when I, I know when I arrived. My uh, flight came in late. So we checked in, and we were all scheduled for a dinner. So we all met downstairs, and we went to this little Latin spot that I had, and we just had a blast. We were pigging out, and when we were done, we went back to the hotel, ready for some more drinks or whatever else we were going to get into. And then Thursday came. All I know is that some of it I can remember and some of it I can't. I've seen titties, I've seen neuropin, crying, spanking, partying. <laughs> cool. I didn't even get in the meet and greet, and I was just bombarded with, you know, people taking pictures and people, models, and, and it just all these different people that um, just meeting from online. It was just absolutely awesome. met Kitty, Alexi, and Alexa again. I met Muffy. Um, Black Barbie, um, uh, Holly Femme Dom, uh, Mistrix, Miss E. It was just a bunch of us. It was just totally fabulous. And we were uh, stomping on guys, trampling, drinking, just partying as, you know, hardcore as we should be doing anyways. <laughs> so would you, okay, did you guys, I know that they've got seminars and stuff, do they not? Yes, I did have some seminars, which I did not attend. I did not attend any of the seminars because some of them I had did the year before, and I pretty much know what was going on. But they did have a lot of seminars that would help people for the newbies or anybody really interested, and then the convention had a lot of toys, a lot of non-toys that a bunch of us just went into and was like, we need this, we want that, and we're going to get it. I love going to conventions. They're so much fun. Alexa's chomping at the bit here. So, Alexa. She's okay. She's recharged. I heard. 
Yes, I'm recharged. My voice is finally back. Like, I'm not whispering. It was so much fun. Like, if you have, it was nice to be in an environment where everybody's into fetish. You don't have to hide your occupation or hide your fetish or freak flag from anybody. What I noticed, what was really in this year, is I saw a lot of ponies, a lot of pony boys, a lot of pony girls. Wow. Um, it, all from the hooves to the tail, everything. Really? Um, pasties, yes, pony play is in this year, as well as trampling is really, really in. I can't even tell you how many people I trampled. Pasties are so in. The only thing that's out is free parking and free Wi-Fi. Like, those are not <laughs> this year, like, at all. Oh so we had, we had doms, doing sub stuff. I was thanking doms, tying up doms. Like, I filmed with a bunch of amazing girls. I filmed with um, Ebony Goddess Tierra, um, Evelyn Milano, um, of course, Queen Kitty. Toxic and I, unfortunately, didn't have a chance to shoot. But um, I got some really, really hot content that's going to come. And, you know, when the liquor's flowing and, like like Kitty said, the, the hot tub at the end of a long day wearing heels, that's where you want to be because there were about 20 foot boys in there ready to rub everything, you know, either foot boys, foot sissies, foot trannies. There was boys there prettier than me, you know, that I'm like, you are gorgeous. They're like, Thank you, Carol. You know, it was awesome. It was so much fun. And I learned a lot about my fetish, and I really felt like I made a lot of good networking um, connections and things like that as well, incorporated to the partying. And, you know, and one of the highlights was that um, Kitty's, one of Kitty's sissies, Anna, uh, Sarah Diabola hit him so hard with the paddle that the paddle just broke completely in half. And he was like, give me more, give me more. I know I can right? see it. It was, it was so high. It was so much fun. I can actually say that Anna has better fucking legs than I do. I've never seen a right? Now you know why the night that we went out locally to the casino, that bitch got a phone number and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit, true story. So true did you story. guys do, like, I know they have, like, dungeons and stuff there. Did you guys, do you have to rent the dungeon space? Or, like, what do you usually do? Like, do you guys work while no, you're there? Or is it drunk fest? Um, I was shooting a lot of content, and I spent some time in the Quips for Sale booth. I did. I actually rode the Sibian, which is, was something I've never done before. I wasn't expecting it. It was ridiculous. Like, I was like, oh, this is going to be some bullshit. Let me just straddle this shit. And my friend Candy Kiss, which she's a re- another really popular um, fetish model, she was the one controlling the Sibian, and it was like... No! And an insane experience. Like, that's something, if it's not on your wish list, you need to put it on your wish list because it is awesome. And for those of you who don't know what a Sibian is, it's actually a machine that you sit on that holds a dildo or it will actually hold quite a few different types of dildos now that used to just hold the one, but now it's quite fancy and it will fuck you. So it's, it's yeah, it was really fun. Since we were out in the open, it didn't have the dildo, but it was still the vibrator part of it. And it was really, really fun. Like, it was, I was like, hey, might as well. I'm an exhibitionist a little bit. So I was like, let's do this. I'm excited. I'm at the Clips for Sale booth. I got myself a little towel that says Clips for Sale and a shirt and everything. So it was really, really fun. Like, 
I, if you go there and you're into fetish, there's no way that you can't have a great time. No way. Yeah. Okay, now, where was I during this toy vibration action? Because I'll tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, what you were right, 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 I missed right. out on this shit, too. Where the fuck was I? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Thursday, actually. Either Thursday yeah. or Friday that I was over there. Oh, I think that's the day Mr. M kidnapped me. <laughs> I think so. Yes. So is there, yes, there was, was, like, a trading floor, and you've got all kinds of booths there? You can buy toys. You can buy fetish wear, I would imagine, anything you can imagine? Right. Yeah. Yes. They had corsets. They had a latex store. They had different models had their on um, their booths. I think, like, you know, there was a group of, like, Central Florida girls that had a booth. There were models, you know, offering foot worship sessions, you know, out of their booth. Of course, the cooks for sale booth. There was suspension, body painting. There was, a like, a gynecological uh, medical fetish where they were giving girls forced orgasms, etc. And trampling, like I said, everywhere you went, there was just trampling, 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 trampling. The guys, by the end of the week, had so many bruises on their stomach, but they loved it. And some of them on their faces. Yep, they also had the tickling table, and they also had a piercing and tattoo table. They also had the um, the needle uh, acupuncture, and they had a whole bunch of stuff there. So would you guys basically spend your whole day kind of wandering around the trade booth, or what what would you guys usually do? Walking around from there or, like, down on the lobby floor, you know, they had the bar down there and like people would congregate there or up on two or like they had the presentations throughout the days. I did make it to one. I made it to one of the rope ones just to see some rope bondage. That was really cool. I would definitely recommend that. Uh, One day there was a trample party, like, so we hit that up one day. But a lot of the times it was just, you know, you're either walking around the convention checking that out or you're, like, down at the bar schmoozing, talking to everybody, just hanging out, or you're eating somewhere, or you're filming clips like everybody was on. Yeah, I did, I did a lot of filming with a lot of girls, and I decided next year, I mean, it, a lot of times models overextend themselves for Fetish Con, and that would be something that I would suggest to the models who come next year, that if you aren't really too enthusiastic about a shoot or if you you think you're going to be tired or if it's too early in the morning, just don't book with the girl because I had right. maybe five or six girls who canceled on me, which, you know, you expect clients to cancel. You don't really expect models to cancel. But, you know, it, it's whatever. If people are drunk. People are hungover. People are overbooked. But if you're going to attend as a model, you really need to understand, you know, yourself and know how much work you can really take because it can come off as very unprofessional when you don't show up and you don't call, et cetera. You know, or as, as toxic as the producers also, they overbook because they're trying to get so many girls in. So next year, you know, I this year I booked with some girls, and next year I'm going to, you know, be a little bit pickier about who I shoot with because I did get have some wasted time where I could have been, you know, making Are more you content. So do you guys figure, like, does anybody do real-time sessions when they go? Does anybody do, like, full booking when you go? Yeah, I didn't have any. Go ahead. No, I did. I actually, I did um, two. I had um, when I meet with them. I I actually advertise my site. I actually advertise other girls that I am going to meet with. So they do have the opportunity to get more uh, hands on. So I did have two sessions. 
um, one uh, was in Tampa and one was in Orlando. So they are pre-scheduled. The deposit was made. And, yeah, I do meet them. And I also meet them at the meet and greet. And if new boys want to come and meet me, that's the opportunity that they get. And then we decide the terms of what will be happening. But, um, yeah, if I take real sessions on a spot, Good. there's no reason not to. Just as long as they know I'm in charge, I run shit, and they give me what I want. It's not a problem. Well, I mean, that's the whole point. Now, Muffy, Muffy Muffin, yes. he's being quiet over there. <laughs> Stubby point of view, do tell us, you sissy bitch with the beautiful butt, what happened? It was crazy. That's <laughs> all I can say. Um, well, like Queen Kitty said, I mean, the hot tub was like the place. Um Kind of, you know, we go down there together, and I'd usually start, you know, working with Queen Kitty, and someone would say, you know, hey, do you mind if he rubs my feet? And then by the end of the night, I just, like she said, you just kind of move around the circle and go. It was crazy. It was. So were you in sissy heaven? <laughs> oh, I definitely was. All weekend. And you're telling me you didn't get up to anything naughty? Come on. Oh, you know, we can't kiss and tell. <laughs> well, that's the whole point. You got to attack my vampires know, I mean, in the elevator. You don't have to use names. I just want to know what the wait, acts wait, wait. were. <laughs> the elevator. <laughs> I'm trying you to You got to attack my, my vampires one night. I yeah, had him, uh, I made him escort Sarah back to her room because it was late and she was going to go, you know, from the hot tub back to her room. And I didn't want her to, like, run into, like, ten fanboys on the way or whatever. You know, I was like, hey. Take her to her room, make sure she gets her safely, and come back. And he comes back, and he's like, "I got to take my vampires." So what happened? You got attacked by vampires. What did they do? So I walked down the elevator, and they were just both kind of standing there, and they looked at me. They both showed me their fangs, and I and I kind of just I just kind of laughed, and I I'm like, "You what?" They said, "Do we bite you?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, they we came oh, did they really? They, well, they, they were plastic teeth, you know, but they kind of just put them on my neck. And, you know, we took some pictures together. It was just all fun. And nothing crazy happened, but. You guys. Well, he lots of new things. He was a human ashtray for the first time this weekend. Get out! Muffy's yeah, too shy. Yeah, more than one way, his ass and his mouth. His ass yeah. and his mouth, Yeah. <laughs> I still got the beauty marks from that one. Sarah put her <laughs> cigarette stuff. out on his ass in four different spots. It was so fucking hot. Like, literally. Oh, she yeah. was <laughs> drunk as a skunk at the castle. Muffy yes. was okay, drunk castle. Muffy was a very, very bad little sissy drunken slut. <laughs> yeah, I had a bad night that night. <laughs> a little too much fun. I was also very Pretty drunk that night. I peed between two air conditioning vents. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where did Alexa go? I was like, yeah, I'm so around the corner. But the funny thing was, we knew right where you were. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, we looked around, and I was like, I counted everybody that was there, and I was like, wait, Alexa's missing. And Hottie goes, she went walking down that way. I was like, that bitch is peeing in the alley. And she comes walking down the alley. And she's like, what? And I was like, you bitch, you were peeing in the alley. <laughs> so why didn't you film it? I, <laughs> I know, I know, I missed out. I also saw one right? of the funny things that I saw was um, 
somebody was shooting, like, a female submissive in the elevator, and they had her, like, tied in the elevator as people were, like, getting on and off, and she was gagged, and, you know, she was like, oh, help me, help me. You know, it, was, <laughs> it was really awesome because you just see random things, like, we were on the 14th floor, Kitty was on the 13th, and I, like, ran through the um, stairwell, and I come in, and there's a guy just completely duct taped, like, bound up, and a girl, like, you know, like, wrestling him or whatever, and I just was like, it's all good, it's all good, just going on the stairs, you know? <laughs> yep. I okay, no pictures, no pictures, it didn't happen. <laughs> well, we have plenty of pictures, that's for sure. You know, well, it, it, was, it was ridiculous. I felt bad for, you know, the, the owners of the hotel or the Hillsborough County Police, God bless them, but there was so much indecent exposure going on in front of that high you know. Oh, my God. I was, you know, I was, there was a lot of flashing. I flashed Muffy and Queen Kitty, you know. There yeah, was I was just about to say, hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Kitty flashed me. I was doing a kickball uh, clip with uh, Cooter, and she was just flapping titties left and right. I was like, damn, now that's how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, the time you introduce yourself to someone, you know, within the first 20 minutes, just accidentally, you know, throw a titty out and everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Aha, uh-huh, the accident. Good call on that one. <laughs> okay, once the jubblies hit the air, the game is over. You just got to have some yeah. fun. So we really it had a blast. Like you guys had fun. And, and if anybody even has like an inkling of wanting to like be, in, you know, in the fetish world or have any sort of interest in it, it's really the place to be because you're there, you're around people who are just like you. You can talk yes. openly, you know. Everyone's a little uninhibited anyway because we've been drinking or just because of the lifestyle. But it, it really is fun if you're looking. This is my third year. The first year I went, I just opened my clip store. I didn't know anybody. And I went to most of the classes. Then last year I went for mostly partying and I did a couple of shoots. And this year I did, like, more shoots and more networking and kept the partying more towards the evening hours. Right. But um, it was it was definitely fun. I feel like every year I'm meeting a couple more people and networking with some few, a few more people, and it's really worth it to go. You know, especially if you find a friend, you split the room, whatever. You know, right. I, I live in Fort Lauderdale, so I drove, so it wasn't like already, hard for me to get there. We already have a big group of the us going in funny. on a plan for next year, where we're either going to like just get a ton of rooms together, or we're even going to price out a beach house nearby, and like see if it'll be cheaper to do that. But uh, yeah, but every, don't you like, think if I you were outside list. of the hotel in a beach house, it's not going to have the same like you guys aren't going to be all going down to the hot tub, that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like no, we would have no, better. What we were going to do is still get, like, one room at the hotel to keep all our booze in and to be able to change from, like, your fetish outfit to your hot tub outfit, blah, 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 whatever. And at the end of the night, instead of going upstairs and checking into the room, since we tend to travel in packs, take, like, one fucking taxi bus or whatever to the fucking beach house and go kick it there for the next, like, three or four hours till the sun comes up or whatever, you know, sleep there. And then, you know, like if we're all filming clips and shit, we all don't have the same background, you know, as everyone else that is at the convention filming inside the hotel room. 
Plus, we could film shit on the beach. That's true. We're going to price it all out. But it's like, literally, before we even left Florida, I'm like, okay, we need to do this for next year. We need to do this for next year. I want to do this. Like, I have mad scientist ideas just going crazy in my head. Yeah, we will. I'm all the stuff I want to do. Yeah, we would do a lot of planning, actually, before we left. And I can actually say, so this year, out of last year, it was absolutely wonderful because the ladies that were there actually kept a lot of drama that they had out. Everybody was neutral. Everybody was happy-go-lucky. Everybody was just eating, drinking, and enjoying the time that they were there. It was absolutely fabulous. So no drama. No positive vibes this year. Positive vibes this year. Yeah, just yes. positive vibes this year. As, uh, but, Sue, actually, the most uh, the most expensive part of the trip is all these cum taxes that I'm going to have to pay to these beautiful doms that I saw all weekend. I was like, you're getting a cum tax, and you're getting a cum tax, and you're getting a cum tax. I mean, because you see these girls online, and you see them in their clips or whatever, but when you see them in real life, you're just like, Hand must touch butt boop molest like you just can't help yourself. Oh my god! I was such a perv. That's gorgeous. I was such a perv. If you don't like being molested, don't go. I was grabbing everybody. If you're hot and you don't like, I mean, there were so many times that I thought I was grabbing the right girl, and the girl turns around. Whoops! Not you. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Thank you. So that's just some of the crazy stuff she saw. Toxic what? Some of the like, what's the weirdest fetishy thing you saw? The what? The weirdest? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't think I could keep track because there was just so many. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything weird to me because I've seen it all. So I'm just like, hey, if it's not for me, it's not for me. I'm like, hey, to each their own. So I mean, between the, the oh my god, I. The reason why I ask, let me tell you the reason why I ask, and it'll probably be easier, is that I'm thinking for people who have really esoteric fetishes, you know, would they be welcomed there, or is it just straight up BDSM? No, that's one thing. Anybody is welcome. The more, the merrier. Um, I hate when people prejudge on someone's fetish because they're not into it. I say everybody is welcome. It's interesting to see all different types because you just never know. You might like it and you might not, but I don't judge. I just say, hey, come on down, show me something that maybe I don't know about or I've never seen, and you just never know. You might learn something. I say anybody can go. It's more the merrier. We all have a good time. You know, everybody minds their business. They're too, they're too worried about drinking a party and having a good time and, you know, slapping asses, tying people up and shaking boobies, flashing. Everybody's just there to have a good time. See, that's awesome, and that's there, the way that it really there should even like, be. There were even quite a few vanilla people there from what I noticed. Like, you could tell some people just came there to have dinner just to watch what the hell was going on. Like, they would come sit in the bar, yeah. you know. I had more than one – more than one lady – you know, asked me, one lady came up to me and she asked if she could, you know, make Buffy, like, do stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Take her, take her test drive. Go ahead. And she's like, you know, all right, you know, can I tell him to kiss my feet? I'm like, all right, you know, go ahead. And so she did, and he did, whatever. And then she's like, he had, he was holding on to one of my paddles. He was carrying it around for me. And, and she was like, all right, well, spank her on the butt. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not how it works, honey. <laughs> I was like, you can take him on the butt. Aw, Muffy almost got his chance. Nobody's fucking taking me on the butt. 
I'd much rather be the main she had a blast. I mean, like, it's like, I don't know, it's really cool that, like, people that weren't even in the lifestyle were there and having fun and just, like, digging, you know, all the half-naked chicks walking around. <laughs> like, it was a really cool time. It was, like, very... You see half-naked? I didn't see half-naked. I see three-fourths naked, because... Okay, I was going to say, like, seven-eighths naked. Like, seven-eighths seven naked. Like, pasties yeah. were so fucking in. Like, everybody had on pasties, like... That's what I noticed was just, like, pasties everywhere, pasties and G-strings. But, shit, most of the girls wearing it have the body to wear it, so do it, girl. When are you, When else are you going to wear, you know, your G-string and stuff and just wander around and, you know, not be harassed? And like everybody else said, there really <laughs> wasn't any judged. drama. And, yeah, there's no judging, you know. Everyone is, you know, oh, you look good, da-da-da, tell me about this. Because you, you're in a comfortable space. And, you know, in the in the fetish world, when you're out and about and, you know, you meet a guy or whatever, and they say, oh, what do you do? You know, you're like, oh, I uh, design websites, or I, I work at home, or, you know, you don't necessarily want to say I'm a dom, you know, because mm-hmm. of the the connotations of the, the that general society has of the sex industry. And there you could say I'm a femme dom, let me slap you, you know, come on, you little sissy, like anything. It was, there was no problems, there was no taking offense, there was no drama, and the after parties were super fun. Um, they were packed to the max. There was, you know, fetish equipment. There was tons of picture opportunities. And I think everybody can say that they got, like, their fill of pictures and remembering, like, the good times that we really had. But it, it's awesome from the trade show. is fun. You know, the classes are very informative. You know, this, you can shoot with a lot of producers, the meet and greet, you know. You meet more producers. I mean, one of my girlfriends made almost $2,000 in paid shoots this weekend, and, you know, she did really well. So it's something that if you're really looking to be in, uh, like, a paid model or even a trading with other girls, it doesn't matter what you're into, nude, non-nude, you know, really freaky stuff, more just a little bit of submission here and there, there's something there for you, and it's going to be a good time. Yeah, because Mushy was saying in the chat room earlier that there was an amputee doing uh, foot worship. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, he, he was wearing sampling as well. He, he wore a welcome mat well. shirt all weekend. Yeah. Like, all, there was a couple guys from Australia, and they were all wearing, like, welcome mat shirts. And they just, all they wanted was girls to trample, even to trample in heels, which, you know, is kind of like a yeah, more extreme fetish. But these guys were like, please trample me hard. And I'm like, oh, are you sure? Like, because I'm a little heavier than, you know, the average 98-pound little girl, you know. So, but they loved it. They had a great time. And everybody had a really good time. I didn't talk to anybody that said, like, they had a bad time at all because there's it's, it's impossible. If you're a fun person, you're going to have fun. It was great. I got to uh, trample a couple of guys' faces for the first time, which was, and I was doing the same thing. They were, Jason was like, get up there, stand on his face. And I was like, um, do you see me on his <laughs> Are face? Are you crazy? Like, yeah. <laughs> seriously, do you, do you see me on his face? And they're like, yeah, on my face. And I'm like, all right. And boom. Oh, it was so fucking awesome. So awesome. Very, very cool. But so I would say I this. I'm going to put a disclaimer. I'm going to put a disclaimer on it, too, because we did see or hear about two instances at FetishCon where people were not as careful as they should have been, where they were either yes. way too drunk to be doing what they were doing, or they did not stop when they, they should have stopped. They just didn't give a shit. They just didn't well, care. Uh, 
two people lost consciousness and passed out due to throat sampling. Oh, and not good. I, I, you know, I don't want to lose anybody I care about to that type of shit, and no clip, and when, you know, no amount of having fun when you're drunk is worse hurting or losing any single one person in this industry that any single one of us cares about. So that's my little tirade right, on I, that. I think it's just really important to remember as a model that it's all money is not good money. If you're not experienced in a fetish, especially one that's dangerous, just don't do it. Find right, out from somebody, yeah. you know, train under somebody who knows what they're doing because you don't want to have a lawsuit come against you or go to jail over something that you were unexperienced doing, you know. Or I think it's really important for models to realize that, that you there are certain things in this fetish that there is a technique that is a proper technique, an improper technique. And if you don't know, it's okay to ask somebody and say, I don't understand this fetish. Show me what to do. Show me what I need to understand. That doesn't make you any less of a dom. It makes you a responsible player in the BDSM community. If you need to ask something, ask. It's it's just the way it is, especially when it comes to somebody's health. You know, you shouldn't play intoxicated. You shouldn't play in a wrong state of mind, and you shouldn't play if you don't have the experience to play and understand fully the risks of a scene that you're going to play in. I think that's very important in this community. But it also has to do it also has to do with the attitude that you have, thinking that, oh, if I hurt somebody, I'm known as a bad bitch. You don't understand that gives you a bad name. If you actually mm-hmm. going in to hurt somebody just to get your name up, you're actually right. gonna go through the opposite because no one's gonna wanna work with you. No one's gonna want a session with you because you cannot be trusted. Yep. Exactly. But other than, you know, if you do know what you're doing there, I saw some amazing things this weekend. There was a drag show, and I just want to know where these drag queens get their fierce outfits because I, know. You know, I have never seen some outfits like that I saw Sunday night at the, at the masquerade ball. They had really awesome suspension. There was, you know, the, the drag queens just killed it. There was um, Alexis Mateo from RuPaul's Drag Race was there, and it was just like these girls were working it. I was like... Them, if you want to know, a lot of them have their mothers make them. A I, lot of I them need have a family members so, that make on, their Come on, let's stuff. put that shit together. I mean, it was... I'm, those stunning. outfits look like they cost them stunning. I mean, it, their whole scene looked like it cost them coin. Like, they were amazing. They had amazing personalities. I mean, I really felt like that was something I didn't really know, like, before this weekend. Like, I didn't have much experience with, like, sissies or, um, you know, whatever. And I had, this weekend, I really felt like I learned a lot about, like, sissies and cross-dressers and drag queens. And it just, it was really awesome because in this industry, when you've seen it and have heard it all, it's nice to learn something new to make you realize that you really haven't seen and heard it all. So it was it was definitely a, a good experience for me. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like you guys had a really good time and that anybody who's thinking of going should go. Don't Absolutely. sit on the fence. It was great. Even if you're going to travel alone, you know, even if you're going to travel alone, there's so many people there that are willing to be friendly with you, willing to hang out with you. You know, you shouldn't stop that. You know, if you're somebody who you have a fetish and it's secret just to you and your family doesn't know and your friends doesn't know, don't know, 
just come for a couple of days. You know, somebody's going to talk to you. Somebody's going to engage you in conversation. You might be able to meet some of your favorite doms or your favorite submissives or femdom porn stars or whatever. And it's going to be an experience that's worth it for you as long as you have an open mind. Everybody's there, you know, willing to talk, willing to, you know, participate. It's a really good experience for anybody that has any sort of kink. Um, that was like, like what I took. That's what I was so shocked, really, by it, like, with my first year and everything, like, just how open and amazing, like, everyone was, you know, because, like, we're all badasses on Twitter, and you know, like, and believe me, no one is any less of a badass, because I saw it, I saw these girls in action, so, like, they are some badasses to the core, but they are also some of the sweetest bitches I know on the planet, and it's, like, from the minute I met Alexa, like Alexa is probably going to be one of my new best friends now until she gets tired of me and tells me to go away because she's <laughs> one of the coolest bitches I know. Like we're already making plans. I'm like, I'm going to come crash at your house. Here we're going to go to, we're going to be traveling to Chicago. Shameless plug. We're going to be in Chicago September 12th through the 15th for any bitches in Chicago that want to get fucked with a double dom session like crazy. Come talk to us. Um, like it, it, toxic. It, you know, like Nancy, like I've talked to Toxic before, all the time. So I kind, I kind of knew how she was, but just to finally meet her in person and hug her and just hang out there, we went and had badass dinner at this really authentic, authentic place, and it was so good. I was eating on it like for hours later, three in the morning. I'm like, where's those tortilla chips? Give me the rice and beans. That she was so good. And, and I want to say one thing about Toxic is that. Like, who you see on Twitter, like, yeah, maybe she might come off as, like, she's bitching or whatever, but she is actually a really positive person, and she is not one lick different. And, like, she doesn't fake anything with anybody. She's, you know, she doesn't bullshit with anybody. If you want to know a real opinion about something, ask her, because she won't, she'll let you know what it is. Like, she is completely the same person. There is no act with her. Like, she is the real deal, like... It was really as, long as, as long as people don't try to get my sausage, you charge me twenty dollars for parking. You're good. Oh my God, the sausage was the funniest thing of the entire weekend, hands down, hands down, great. funniest thing ever. Don't you dare try and take a picture of sausage ever, 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 ever. We were eating real breakfast. Guy. We were eating breakfast, and she was in the middle of a conversation, and her boyfriend's just eating, and he, like, reaches over to her plate, and you never have seen eyes move that quick. I thought that she was going to stab her boyfriend in the hand with a knife. She was like, what? No, what are you, what are you doing? This is my sausage. Don't even, and he was like, I'm sorry, babe. Like, it was it was hilarious. Like, we laughed until we cried. It was so oh, funny. It was great. It was the Best I was like, ever. Dude, how can you try to come in from the side just because I'm having a conversation? He's like, oh, what I should be sleeping on your plate. Dude, let me digest my food, but don't fucking come and try to take my sausage. You're dying. I'm going to be It's too funny. I'm going to death. That looks That's like awesome. It's an awesome place. Like, you get to go and be free. Like, you know, you don't have to hide who you are and what and not only on top of that, you get to meet, like, I feel like I have met some lifelong friends, like, some really friggin' amazing people. Like, these ladies right here, Haughty Femdom, was just, like, the sweetest ever. Like, real, all real, real girls. Like, you know, like, real people. 
badass bitches who can, like, kick it in a fucking heartbeat. But on top of that, just real, genuine people that aren't there just to use you, get what they can out of you, or to stab you in the back when you're turning around or talk shit on you. They're just there because they want to hang out with you and because, you know, they're cool people. And it's just like, I don't know. It, for me, it, I realized that, you know, like getting my day job, quitting my day job and all that, that was the right decision for me. Like, this concrete is like, if I ever had any doubts of anything I've ever done, those were washed clean because I'm like, I'm fucking home. I am home. This is where, this is where I'm going to be. I've already made plans to go to DomCon in Atlanta. Like, I'm already, like, we're already planning SatCon for next year. I'm like, as soon as I want that shit booked ASAP, now. I'm like, I'm ready. It was just, it was probably the time of my life, ever. That was totally awesome. So, everybody, if you're thinking about going, definitely make sure you go. I want to thank Snobby Alexa, Sweet Bubble Butt Muffy, Queen Kitty, and Toxic Goddess for sharing with us the amazing time that they had. So make sure that you go next year, bitches, because you're going to want to do that. Thank you, you guys, for doing this. It's very Thank you for having us I know you guys are tired. You're welcome. Thank Anytime. You. We appreciate awesome. it. Thank you so much for having us and on. We enjoy yourself. talking about it. Plug yourselves before you go. Snobby, where can people find you? My website is snobbyalexa.com. That's my blog. And my Clips for Sale is clipsforsale.com slash 44719. It's 44719. That's where you can find all of my amazing clips, which all are awesome and amazing. So definitely what about you? up. My website is queenkittyownsyou.com. My clip store is clipsforsale.com, 45239. And like I said, you can catch me and Alexa in person September 12th through the 15th in Chicago. And uh, keep an eye on both of our websites because we're going to be traveling around. And if anybody interested in any online double, triple, or quadruple dom sessions with Alexa, uh, Toxic Goddess, Haughty Femdom, and myself, contact any one of us on Twitter. Be prepared. Don't fuck around. And uh, be prepared to be fuck-started by four of the hottest sadistic bitches around. There you go. Toxic, what about you? They can reach me at MissToxicGoddess.net. It's M-S-T-O-X-I-C Goddess.net. And then my clip for sales store is clipforsale.com forward slash store forward slash 54919. Again, 54919 on Clips for Sale. So that's pretty Thank much you, it. And I do online Thank you, Muffy. You're welcome. I had a great time. And Thank you. you. Have a good night. my knees with Queen Kitty. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. So there we go. Sounds like it was a blast, eh, Joe? Yeah, Shane, I missed it. We we should we really should try and go next year. I think that would be fun. Either that or DomCon. That sounds pretty fun. I say do them all. That's what I'm saying. I think it, DomCon's the next one. The one in L.A. is the one I want to go to. So that's coming up in May, I believe. So September 3rd, right here on In Bed with Dr. Sue, I have two of the most bodaciously hot women coming on. It's a BBW show. We are going to be talking to two of the hottest BBW doms on the planet, Queen D and Goddess Tiffy. They are a blast. 
They are hilarious, and you don't want to miss that show. So, only other thing, I just want you guys to know that I have decided to take all my hypnosis certifications and everything else, and my first hypno release is going to be taking all of the Dom pet peeves and fixing them. Nice. So these hypnosis releases are really going to be cool because it means that any Dom can have her sub listen to these. It's not specific for me. It's going to be specific to whoever they're serving, and hopefully it's going to help correct some of the issues that have been driving everybody crazy. So this would be kind of cool, you know, and it gives everybody the chance to train their subs properly, have them listen to it. That's if you can make them listen to it. That's a problem in and of itself, I guess. Mm. So I just want to thank everybody for, what's that? Can't really help with that. No, I know. You can't, you know, you can lead the horse. What are you going to do? So, I guess that's it for us, right? That's it for me. That's it for you. Good night, Joe. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Please tell your friends about it, definitely. And tune in if you want to know anything else, what's coming up, what's going down, inbedwithdrsue.com. I will leave you with these words. Lift the veil covering your eyes and rejoice in the difference you see. You are a unique and amazing individual, and I want you to celebrate it. Remember to play nice and be happy. Night, everybody. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.